Hey everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Weaver Dice Vegas. If you tweet about Weaver Dice Vegas with the hashtag We've Got Dice with no punctuation, we will work your name or Twitter handle into the show. And now when I say that, I am no longer lying because in this episode I've actually included the names of some people who tweeted about us. So thanks for doing that. And remember, if you become a patron of Doof Media at patreon.com slash doofmedia, you can participate in generating the powers of the friends and foes of our villainous or semi-heroic, morally gray band of parahumans. Have fun. So after the events that occurred at the eight ball, uh, you all needed some much deserved rest. So you took, you took a day off. Um, you all saw to your own needs, tried to wrap your head around the new situation. Um, so we're going to go around and we're going to see what everyone got up to. And we're going to start with Chad. Um, so Chad, let, let's see, you've got, um, you, you've got a lot of, a lot of uh, insight into, you know, tinker things. You've, you've scanned a lot of powers. Um, you, you now find yourself having access to more cash maybe. Yeah. And so, uh, I guess the first order of business might be, you know, you might want to stop by radio shack and see if there's any parts that you need. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a hankering, restless hankering for some radio shack. Yeah. All right. So you go to Radio Shack and you walk into the to the uh, lavishly appointed furnishings of Radio Shack, um, and uh, a young woman greets you. Uh, you see her name tag reads Maddie, and she says, "Welcome to Radio Shack." Oh, hi again. Uh, welcome back. Didn't expect you back so soon. Hey, hey, hey there. Uh, how how's uh, how are how, how are things? <laughs> oh, you know, business has been good. Um, uh, you know. Uh, we actually, hmm, we actually had some problems with that fruit peeler you sold us. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it wouldn't peel anything except apples. I, that was uh, that's part of the whole package. It's, it's just an app that salt salt does, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let the management know. So, um, so, so you know, you know. You know how when you've been like treading water for like in the shallow end of the kiddie pool that is adolescence well past the point where your feet touch the bottom and you just, just need to do something to distinguish yourself from the kids that recreationally crash their Bentleys into parking meters? Um, I think I can put myself in a place where I can identify with that. I mean, just so it's just this one this one time, this one time I just got one small loan, just one little loan <laughs> behind my parents back. And it's just it's just one little tiny thing that you can like own. And I just, I just wanted to start a collectible sock based crypto commodity, but the Russians steal my seed money and some other Russians stole my socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. where, where I, I look, look, I, so I like, I get down and I like take off my socks. Th these, these are the last pair. It's mathematically impossible to counterfeit them. What 
what can I get for these socks? These are, um, and she, she takes one of them from you and looks it over. These are, um, it says, uh, in, in like silver print, it says Ithredium on the, on the rim. Ithredium. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I, um, okay. Some of the things you gave us last time were actually interesting to, um, to our higher ups. So, uh, despite the fact that these just look like socks, I'm going to give you a, um, 11% discount today. That's, uh, that's great. It's great. I'll, I'll take it. Yes. Um, all right. I guess you, you hand her a, a, a page of detailed, uh, yeah. Yeah. notes of what you would need to buy today. And yeah. she brings you like a, a shopping cart size thing full of, um, all kinds of electronics awesome and you pay and it's it's um it's a lot of money but you just happen to have a lot of money now yeah 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 um (laughs) all right so so you go back to your i guess your your workshop have you moved your workshop like out of your apartment or is it still in your apartment no i'm i'm still entirely in my apartment okay very secretive you haven't you haven't moved into the uh the eight ball no not not yet okay um so Basically, I'm just going to give kind of a recap. App has the capacity for two augments, and he currently has a peer augment, which gives him like a powerful active scan that you've literally never used. Yep. Because uh, you just rely on your visor to see through walls. Yes. I might have used and, it once, actually. But I don't, I don't yeah, know. maybe. And then the connection augment, which is what gives him the grappling ropes, which you actually yeah. use a lot. Yeah. Uh, and you and Apotheosis both share the sunken eye pattern, which is what gives you the x-ray vision. Yep. Um. Uh, which you know you use a lot, and right. also somehow that got hand waved into giving him invisibility too, which was just not written down anywhere. So you know, good job pulling that one over on me. <laughs> I um, thought, you know, that's, he, that's fair. He's supposed to be able to pass through objects, but only when he like harms himself for it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. It's balanced. Yeah, yeah, it's right. So anyway, um, you. Yeah, yeah, I got some. I, you, I got some ideas. I got, you got some ideas. Got some ideas. Yeah. So first, first idea, which probably going with this one, is uh, having you know scanned over the over our adventures, Rusty's power, and kind of gotten a read on Hex's power, and just kind of been around Fixer. Somehow, it was implanted into my mind to have some medical tech that you know would help if anyone was like dying or if anyone had been injured and might need to fix them or something like if i wanted to help someone like i could have this this biomimetic well, i don't phone. know why you'd ever want to do that no you just around. just to have that ability to choose for myself if i wanted to help someone that needed help so that's the first option the the second option is you know kind of seeing snake eyes and helter skelter some combat thinker some combat thinker business. You know, we're not we're not even we're not even going to talk about that one. I think I think I'm just going to go for the medical tech. That seems seems like the right thing to do. Alrighty. So um, you spend basically your whole day after you get home in in a in a tinker fugue, um, putting together, putting basically taking out. So, so which which module do you take out though? I'm going to take out that peer module because okay, it's just not working. useless peer module. Yeah, and you replace it with this new medical module. Um, so you get a nice little bonus, um, and, and basically what, what you get is, um, the ability to, sorry, uh, basically, so app, 
now has kind of like a foam sprayer, which yes. he can spray all over someone who is um, dying and it will stabilize them. But he only has enough foam for one uh, for one use. And then he also is this a uh, containment foam. It, I, I, Matt? I mean, it may have some resistance qualities to it, but I don't think it's strong. It's, it's not going to hold a, a S class enemy in place. Um, um, Maybe I can upgrade it. Basically, yeah, it's a it's like a biomimetic foam, and and he also like in the course of uh, of researching, you also give him just some basic like first aid knowledge, um, so he can sort of do first aid with his with his grappling hooks now. Awesome! Can he do like um, combat first aid? Well, uh, I mean that's that's he can probably do it as well as someone with first aid training, okay. but not like uh, you know super amazingly well. Okay, I'll take it. Um, and and another thing that you get that kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that a lot of your power is based around seeing is that you can see blood highlighted in your vision. That's um, that won't be damaging at all. All right. Great. Yeah. And, and so can Apple. Yeah, of course. I mean, he probably already could. But yeah. so after you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so after you exit your fugue, um, is there anyone that you want to like call on the phone? So uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm just sitting in my in my office and I'm just like like just staring at the wall and I've kind of been staring at the wall for like ten minutes. So then I just like get out my phone and call father. <laughs> okay, um, Pyrrhic Enterprises. How may I direct your call? Let me speak to father. Um. Um, who is speaking, man? I, I like put, I bring the phone down and I like push a seri- series of buttons and then I like pull the phone back up. Okay. This is Rothschild. Father, I, I finally captured the, the, the means of controlling Vegas. I, I, I have contacts, I have business contacts and, and even maybe even finally the, the, the means of getting into the league. Ah, Chadwick Jr. I'm surprised to hear from you. I, Partly because I had assumed that uh, Caroline would not pass your calls through to me. Rest assured, she will be let go. But, but fa- father, I've I made it. I, I I see a path. I see a path forward. Finally, I I think I finally I think I can finally do it. You you said contacts. It, yes, a, a very a very distinguished contact. You come to me with contacts. It, it, yeah, Chadwick Jr. I have more contacts than the president of the United States. And I want to be sure you realize that I could use them to place you anywhere I want. You know why I haven't? I, I, because I don't rely on unlucky people. Uh, Here's something you'll be interested to hear. Your, your old classmate Azalea works for me now. I believe you're currently living in Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. I've installed Azalea as regional manager of our banking and financing branch in Las Vegas. Surprised? Azalea's already graduated with a finance degree from Harvard at age 21, no less. Very impressive. But, but father. Well, I'll leave you with that. I just, I just like, I just stay exactly as I am for the next like 25 minutes. Okay. And then I put the phone down and I'm I'm okay. All right. Um, what is so that this was- mystery? Wow, <laughs> that was amazing. So that was Chad's day. Good um, day, Chad. So, Cheer so up, Billy, 
What's up? Um, you uh, basically, you know, you you wake up. Uh, you I guess you go about your you just go about some normal normal things, Billy. Normal things for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's like uh, noon. Yeah, that, that's about when you wake up. Yep. Um, and you actually uh, you you have a text uh, from Eric. Um, oh shit. Yeah, it says uh, meet at eight ball. Uh, is that place? What is is that? Is that our headquarters now? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't keep track of this shit. Yeah, eight ball is the. Um, the hey Matt, where do I live? Am I living there? Uh, well, I don't know. Where are you living? I mean, I, I think I think that you and and uh, your your bros had probably like rented a place using your ill-gotten gains prior to all this. Yeah, I kind of feel like and that's where you'd been living. I feel like Billy just kind of yeah. drifts between hotels that he doesn't pay for. Uh, yeah, I mean. I feel like that is definitely true. Like, <laughs> well, maybe you are I, living at the I can probably I can probably use my power to get people to give me their hotel room key. Probably. No, that's true. So I feel like I just probably do that. Okay. So do so, you do you still do that, or are you living at the at the eight ball now? No, nah, I'm in like a like a a penthouse apartment, but like <laughs> not a penthouse hotel room, but not like at one of the hotels on the strip because that's too much. But yeah. like one of the one of the off the strip hotels. Perfect. Um, so yeah, so basically that's, that's all that's on your agenda is you have this text from Eric saying meet you at the eight ball. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, go do that. Okay. Um, so just to bring everyone up to speed, Eric, you sent Eric off, um, on a mission. Uh, yeah, he a few, went, uh, he went ago. back home and, uh, you get to get something for me. Okay. So I guess you show up at the eight ball in a little bit and, um, Eric is actually sitting uh, in the driver's seat of the old uh, silver Honda Civic that has been your team's sole mode of transit prior to joining uh, this team. Uh, he's in the parking lot. He's out front. And he sees you kind of come up, and, and he, he stays in the car, and he just gestures to you, to, to like, beckons you. Hmm. I guess I'll go. I don't okay. know about this being ordered around by Eric thing, but I'll go. Okay. I'm kind of like, you could tell I'm a little nervous about this, but I'm kind of trying to play cool. Okay. Uh, so as you climb into the passenger seat, he silently passes you the yearbook. Oh, badass dude. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Billy. Um, Billy, uh, we need to talk. What's up? Uh, I went to see some of our old friends while I was in town. Oh, Thought, cool. How are they doing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looks at you like a little bit disgusted and says, I, I went to, you know, I thought it might be cool to see, uh, you know, Vic and Rod. And I even thought you might like to hear if Shelly was doing all right. Um, uh, they're not doing all right, Billy. What, what, what do you mean? Um, I mean, they're all they're all hospitalized. And um, while I'm on the topic, uh, a lot of like as I was driving back home, a lot of stuff was going through my mind, and and I was noticing stuff really doesn't come together. Like there's just there's just been a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense. It just uh, it doesn't doesn't follow. It's contradictory. It's like there are it's like there are patches in my mind, and it's very difficult for me to 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 think to think through these things because well i mean i think i know i think i know what's going on billy um 
and and I'm sorry, but I, I don't think I can let this continue to happen. Dude, 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 dude. Um, Calm down. You're talking, you're talking crazy. Believe me, if anyone knows about patches in their brains, it's me. Every time I try to do math, it's like that missing in my brain. All right? It's just, it's just life, buddy. You're getting older. Um, he looks at you with an expression that you don't even have to roll social to realize is him knowing you're lying. And then he rather spontaneously pops open his door and then gets out and slams the door and, and pushes the, the key fob so that the doors lock. Okay. Um, I go, I go fart for him. Okay. Um, he immediately, like as soon as he got out of the door, he begins um, pulling off a piece of silver duct tape and placing, placing it along the seam between the door frame and the door on his driver's side door. And uh, that's, that's the end of his turn. You have a turn. Okay, can I like get through the exhaust system of the car? Can I go through the AC ducts? I think that that would probably take you about... Um, about a full turn, if not more, because um, what you know, what what you probably noticed by this point is he's actually taped up um all of the door seams, but it didn't occur to him to tape up like the 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 you know the exhaust system and the air conditioning system because I don't even know if that's possible, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do that. Okay, um, so while you're doing that, uh, he steps around to the rear of the car. Um, and you, you're able to kind of see him with your amorphous vision, uh, lift up a red gasoline canister and start pouring the pink fluid liberally along the roof of the car, <laughs> oh, God. slowly walking forward <laughs> along the driver's side to get a good even coating. Um, and this takes him a good full turn of combat to do. Okay. And by the end of it, you are, you're like just exiting the, the exhaust system, but you're not like disconnected. Uh, you're still like well within range of of the flame, and you can't move any further. So you're basically you you have a turn, but you can't you can't use it on movement because you're still you're still exiting. You're still you're basically kind of stuck. Gotcha. So I I can he probably hasn't realized that I'm almost out yet, right? And I can I can communicate to him telepathically. So well, if I, I talk to him, I he think won't know. You could only right? you could only do that if you get within range of him like if you if you encompass him and, okay so and he's i'm not standing, close enough to talk to him uh yeah because you're basically exiting the back of the car and he's at the front because he walked from from back to front as he was right. dousing the gas well no one he doesn't get talked to then okay loser um so so yeah that so you so you can't do anything i guess with that with your turn so his turn he sets the gas can on the hood and then he lights a match and he throws it onto the hood uh, the, the outer surface of the car immediately ignites um, and he spends the rest of his turn pulling on a chemical hazard mask um, and then he hefts a, a crowbar and he, and he waits. Um, and, and, as, and you can see from the way he's waiting and he's staring into the car that he still thinks you're inside. Um, I okay. think, I think um, yeah, I, I'm going to, at this point, roll, I'm going to roll a six... Um, to see if a certain thing happens. Don't roll a six. Roll a less I mean, than I that. I mean, I'm going to roll a roll. Um, yeah, so that 
that didn't that didn't happen. Um, so you take um, a, a wound because, well, I don't know if this has been discussed. Your your gas form is vulnerable to certain kinds of attacks. Fire being one of them. Yeah, so fire take, and and wind is another one. Yeah. So you take one you take one wound. Um, okay, I have a wound. Right, and but I have four wounds. But now that you I have can take or something. Yeah, I still don't know how this game works. <laughs> well. Yeah, well, you're you're injured in a in a in a way that's we're gonna have to figure out what that means because you're you're injured like fundamentally in your gas form. Um, but anyway, you 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 at least on this turn that you have now, you're able to get completely out of the um out of the fireball um and, okay. and away from the car, and he's just still standing there watching the the fire. Um, can I uh, approach behind him? Yeah, but he has. Uh, he, remember, he has a gas mask on. But yeah, you can approach I, behind I him. I know. I okay. Know. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna approach behind him, and I know it takes me a turn to go solid, but I'm going to do that. Okay. Behind him. All right. In that case, I'm gonna roll again. And so, so one one of those turns was movement. The next turn was phasing. So he's actually still just staring at the car. Um, all right, so the thing didn't happen yet. So yeah, now you're you're behind him and you're in your human form. Okay, so I'm gonna grab the crowbar with one hand, okay, and like kick the shit out of him in the ass with the other. All right, let's roll like a roll. Let's roll like a contest of strength. Um, like like okay. basically. Um, Let me pull up in my character sheet. That's yeah, probably a thing I need. Yeah, me too. Um. Where did we put those? They're in it's my not in the Weaver dice folder. They're, they're in they're uh, in the yeah yeah I yeah, remember now yeah. okay. They're in the character sheets folder. Okay, so I guess I'm going to use brawn or is it athletics? What what would what would, what's the right thing? I, here? I think we're going to roll brawn head to head because um, basically you're wrestling over the um over the the crowbar. Okay. I got a five. All right. So you, you win. You successfully wrest the crowbar away from him. Um, I, I'm going to, uh, let's just say that that's, that that's all that happens because I think like a, a, a wrestling for the thing and kicking at the same time is probably too complicated for a single turn. Okay. So, yeah. So now you have the crowbar and he's kind of caught surprised and flat footed. Um, and I guess now it's his turn. And he takes a swing at you. Um, oops. He takes a swing at you and uh, fails pretty catastrophically. Um, and so he just like completely whiffs the, he's like completely misses you. He's not much of a fighter anyway. And then like stumbles with the miss so that he's actually like at a disadvantage for the next, uh, for the next attack. Okay. Or whatever you do. Okay. I'm going to nail him in the stomach with the crowbar. Okay. Is it, what do I roll again? Is it um, another brawn? Yeah, I think so. I think in this case it is. Man, I should have put points in that. I thought athletics would be better. Okay, that's a three. Okay. Um, he, he doesn't take an injury from it, um, but uh, it, it staggers him back a little bit. Does and it double him over? Yeah, it doubles to him where, over. To where his face is closer to my hands? Um, for just reasons? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's not... He does, you, you haven't, like, incapacitated him enough. So I think yeah. I think what he does with his next turn is actually sees the way this is going um, 
and he just he just tries to run. Um, yeah, and, and uh, I guess we'll see. I don't know. You want to you want to chase? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and this whole time, I'm like you stupid motherfucker. Okay, we could have been awesome. Okay, he, and he says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's I'm, running. Um, I'm going to throw the crowbar <laughs> at him. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that can be a dexterity, unfortunately. Oh, that's terrible at that. <laughs> uh, four. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't really hamper him too much. It, I don't even think it strikes him. Um, so yeah, he he's he's pretty far away. I guess we could start rolling like athletics c- contests if you want to chase him. Um, Otherwise, he's probably just going to get away. Um, I don't see him running after people. Okay. Um, but I, the the yearbook's in the car that's on fire, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Need to probably do something about that. Yeah. So, it, how bad is the car right now? How long has it been? Can I like go to the driver or the passenger side and like pull it out? Um, it's been it's only been like four or five turns, so, um. Yeah, you could probably do. I mean, you might want to like wrap your hand in something first, right? Yeah, um, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I, my I, jacket. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm oh, assuming well, I'm. Am I in my costume? I don't know. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna belay that order because the gas can on the hood is probably ignited at this point, and so the whole car is kind of a fireball now. Actually, well, fuck. <laughs> um, but but like right. So like, uh, during all these turns of combat, basically, right as you're like considering this. Um, the door opens and um, Lightfinger comes out for a, a smoke break and, and he sees you. Um, and he says, uh, uh, Billy? What's Wha- up, bro? I what? need your help. Come here. Uh, do you need a fire extinguisher? Yeah, it's something. There's something in the car I need. So he runs inside and gets a fire extinguisher and comes out. And uh, then, you know, I don't know if fire extinguishers work on active gasoline fires, but... Look, it doesn't. Let's just it's say that it works. It's a special one. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, it's a, it's a, a tinker fire extinguisher. fire extinguisher. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh God, It's a tinker <laughs> fire extinguisher that extinguishes all fires. Okay, so that works. All right. So I get the book out. Um, it's probably a little charred, but I flip to a certain page and go, Oh, oh thank God. Okay. And then, um, okay. And then so I think done. Yep, I think that's it for you. That was, that was, awesome. That was an awesome scene, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed that. Glad you liked it. <clears throat> that stupid motherfucker. So, so Eric is was coming, Billy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Eric is somewhere. It was his fault. Where was Eric during? Oh, wait, was that was Eric or Justin? Ju- Justin's the one that's comatose at the PRT right now. Um, Eric, okay. I sent I sent to my yeah, hometown to get the yearbook. Justin's still at the PRT then. Huh? Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. St- he's still there. So, Rusty, um, what have you been up to on your day off? Well, uh, I've been setting things in order. Um, first of all, uh, what happened to Hex? Um, well, uh, unless still you around, I think what I'm uh, going to do is is Skip and I, after uh, you know, we calm down things a bit. And tell uh, people to to uh, dump the take care of certain things. Um, <laughs> we're going to uh, Skip and I are going to drive. We're going to drive Hex back to the PRT headquarters. Okay, and we're going to try to meet with a certain somebody. Okay, 
So yeah, let's let's say that uh, you you told Hex like, hey, you should probably lay low with us tonight because um, you're in danger. And and let's say she bought that without too much of a fuss. So yeah, so yeah, well, it's, and, it's like and in the in the car ride, I'll also offer. Uh, um, you can stay with us if you want, Hex. Uh, according to that fortune teller lady, uh, there's someone who's got the daggers out for you. Uh, well, um, I, I, there's some people I want to touch base with first, people I trust, but uh, I'm definitely kind of freaked out right now. Um, well, you still got that bleeper, so you can contact me on that anytime. All right, I appreciate that. Um, I, I think that... Uh, until I've talked to my bosses, I'm not going to be giving you guys any more bonuses today because uh, I'm just a little uncomfortable with this whole situation. Well, that's uh, your prerogative there, Hex. I would appreciate it, though, if you could uh, relay a message to uh, Redland for me. Okay. I'd like to talk to the man, inform him of this whole situation that's occurred that's put... All of us uh, here in the car and himself in danger. Um, you remember that uh, that uh, diner that we met you at the other day? Yeah. Just tell him to uh, meet the old Skip and I over there uh, this evening at uh, 4 p.m. All right. I'll let him know. All right. Um, so... Yeah, I guess we can just skip ahead to that meeting. Um, could talk to Skip first. Okay, sure. And just see what. Well, Skip, uh, did you ever think we'd find ourselves in our present situation? Well, Rusty, I kind of hoped we wouldn't, but now that we are, uh, I gotta admit, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> well, he sure is that, and uh, Dog is. We're I swear in the booth waiting for Redland, and and this particular diner allows dogs. Of course, we haven't we haven't mentioned dog much in the last couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, dog was oh, chilling yeah, out. I you had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the dog's been there. Dogs, the dog's sitting there. Dog barks in agreement at the excitement. Yeah, the, it's dogs. funny that I forgot about my minions <laughs> about as often as you forgot about your dog. <laughs> right. Dog's been off taking other missions. Yeah. Um, well, Rusty, uh, this isn't how I pictured anything, really. And he kind of gestures at his at his hood. Um, you were glad you did it, Skip? Well, we haven't so so far. No, to be honest, I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I get a, uh, some good use out of this. It it was I guess it was helpful back at the fight at the Jackdaw Sphinx, but I guess I just hope that I don't know. Rusty, it doesn't seem like a fair trade to me. Well, what's done is done, Skip, and all we can do now is make the best of our situation and circumstances. Well, that's always been the case, and you and I have always gone through it together. But remember, it ain't the power that makes the man. It's the man that makes the man. He, he, he nods. What, what makes the power? I think I've been hanging out with Billy too much. And he has a voice in my head. <laughs> um, um, so there's, as usual, there's like a TV on in the background and you, you hear uh, faintly over the sound of the, the noise of the bar. Um, 
Sammy, Las Vegas Zoo's large male tiger, was found dead in his enclosure this morning, apparently brutally mauled. Authorities are looking into the event. Well, it looks like uh, Redland has arrived. Yeah, so he, he comes in, sees you. He uh, looks around kind of suspiciously, but kind of knows that if this is a trap, then there's nothing he can really do about it. So he just heads over to the booth, sits across from you. Um, uh, <clears throat> Tex, um, well, what is, what, what's this all about? Well, Redland, you got my tape? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, and honestly, uh, I've talked to my, uh, my, my capes, uh, the ones that were on the recording, let's not mince words, and they deny any involvement in what you're talking about. So this is a your word against theirs situation. And I am uh, Protectorate PRT Director. I think you know where I'm going to side on this. But um, Well, you can side wherever you like, Mr. Redland, sir, but uh, it's got to at least bring some doubts into your mind. Well, let me put it this way to you. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my own mind to myself, but I want to ask you a question that might help me understand the situation. I want to know what is the deal between you and Intercept, because I've heard the version of the story that passes around the PRT rumor mill. I wasn't here back when whatever happened happened, so I can't do any better than rumors. Um, I want to hear your angle on it. Very well, Mr. Redland, sir. Uh, I ain't got nothing to hide on the matter. Um, some 15 or so years ago, back before you probably even started working at the Protectorate. Uh, Intercept was a up-and-coming cape in this town. A real paragon, if you will, maybe, is the is the, what we got nowadays. But uh, he was the uh, fastest uh, cape in the West, and he caught a number of thieves in illicit operations, including... Uh, a few people who were fleeing a bank robbery. And uh, if I recall, um, well, Inter- Intercept was, uh, was there, there was a series of bank robberies at the time of armored cars, if I recall, and Intercept was given the task of protecting one of those cars um, while it delivered its goods. Now, that car happened to be the target of a certain criminal organization. Um, One of the criminals, if I recall, was uh, our beloved Snake Eyes, who you are acquainted with. Um, The late Snake Eyes. And uh, anyway, uh, Uh Intercept was told to... uh, that if he didn't move, no one would be harmed. The criminals were just after the money after all. But you know Intercept always had to be the hero. So Intercept did move. And uh, yeah, he'd been warned, if, if Intercept, if you, if you move a muscle, I'm going to shoot those speedy kneecaps right out from under you. And uh, 
Uh, well, that certain criminal, that, that intercept played the hero and moved, and that criminal did just as he said he was going to do. Um, so Red- Redmond appraises you and says, um, well, that's about exactly what I heard. I'm going to just go ahead and say out loud that you were that criminal. Being as well, I'm not shotgun. saying I was, and I'm not saying I wasn't. <clears throat> well, in the case that you that you was, uh, that would explain why Intercept has such a uh, vitriolic grudge directed at you. Well, I and suppose it would. Since uh, ever since you, ever since you uh, crippled him, he has been well. Ever well, since the criminal, yeah, allegedly okay. crippled him. Well, his his power shift that he let's say he's not the fastest in the West anymore, but his his mind is um, something to be reckoned with when it comes to setting elaborate traps. So, hmm. I find myself I find myself in a position of some frustration. Well, okay. Well, and uh, how might we be able to help each other out of this situation? Well, there, there, are, there are other questions that I have, Tex. I need to understand. I, I, uh, I can't trust my own people. And when I took this job in Vegas, I, I knew that that would be an element of things. But for Christ's sake, I just got here, and I'm already dealing with what appears to be a conspiracy. I'm talking to you about this for some reason. I, I'm... And then he, he he is quiet for a second, like he realizes that he's like rambling and he, he shouldn't be saying any of this. All right, look, we've got some conflicting reports. I need this straightened up. Look, nobody made it off that tanker ship, the one that was sitting off the coast of Newfoundland. Nobody, unless they could fly or teleport themselves. Pitboss didn't make it off. None of your other teammates did. None of the other Vegas capes did. But here you are. How did you get here? How did you get out of there? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Mr. Redland, uh, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I guess I have a educated guess on the matter. You I'm entertain it. Um, there is an aspect of uh, of my power, which. Uh, Probably the PRT doesn't even know what my power is. But as a token of uh, good faith to you, Mr. Redland, I will share some of that secret here with you. If it will help you trust me so we can defeat our mutual enemies together. All right. Um, now, I am one of the oldest capes in existence. And... uh one of the things that some of us old capes have is our powers can get away from us sometimes. And one of the side effects of my power, if I use it too much, is uh, I become a creature that I have no memory of being but is quite difficult to stop. You'll recall in the news reports that a second 
Yeah. For a few moments, there was rumored that a second Endbringer appeared to fight Leviathan. Um, he basically he just has a complete poker face at this point. Well, that second Leviathan was me, and it uh, it disappeared shortly after. That All was, right. That was how I escaped. Fuck. I imagine. All right, Rusty. I hope you're well, lying because that's scary <laughs> shit. Well, that certainly puts things into a different light. Learning a lot here in this conversation. Okay, Rusty. Well, now as a as a man of principles, let me assure you, you have nothing to worry about because I don't use my power anymore. Okay, well, we we haven't we haven't recorded you using it um, in in some time. Um, in fact, I don't know if there's any official record of that. So, uh, assuming you aren't making all of this up right now, um, I guess I will take that under advisement going forward. Um, so, based on what you've extended to me, I will extend something to you, Rusty. A month ago, uh, we had two top flight thinkers. We had a world-class security tinker. And I think we had at least one fairly impressive stranger cape on the roster, although records are kind of spotty and nobody's really sure. Uh, my, my pair of human resources are limited. And I'm telling you this because you already know this, and it would be childish for us to pretend otherwise. And I'm also telling you this because if you really want to help Vegas and get in my good books even more in my good books, uh, there's something you can do for me today, right now. Well, there's, and what might that be, Mr. Redland, sir? There's uh, been aim a, to oblige. <laughs> there's been a murder uh, this morning uh, at a local butcher shop, Shlomo's Meats. A murder, the, you say? The culprit is obviously parahuman. When you get there, you'll understand. Um... Now, I know you have a lot of resources in the parahuman way. If you, your team, your associates are able to help us catch the murderer, stop the murderer, then it'll be good for you, it'll be good for me, and it'll be good for Vegas. Well, if it's good for Vegas, Mr. Redland, sir, then I'm the man for the job. That's exactly what I want to. So the Eight, he nods, uh, offers his hand. All right, I will shake his hand. Okay, and that's that's that meeting, unless you had more to say. Nope. Okay, <laughs> um, so you've each conducted your business for the day, um, and uh, and I think that at a certain point uh, you all wander into the eight ball, or maybe Rusty summons you. I don't know. Um, so let's let's just say scene. You're all at the eight ball. You're playing pool. Skips there too. So. I think this time I'm not playing pool. I'm I'm in my new office. Okay. Uh, kind of like with my hand through my hair looking at a bunch of papers, which I hate doing. Okay. Okay. I want to go talk to him. Yeah. Do you both remember your errands? Yes. Okay. I, but I'm, I'm just kind of sitting at the bar, staring into the middle distance, not touching the PBR in front of me. Okay. What do, what do you mean my errands? Uh, the thing you wanted to talk to him about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah. All right. Um, so the uh, so so Chad, the the office is not in the same space as the bar, so you're not going to be part of this conversation if you're staring at the at the counter. Just so you know. All right. I guess that's 
that's that's okay okay chad um, chad isn't chad isn't ready skip is all okay. right uh, uh dog is down at the bar and like nuzzling your hand gently to comfort you this this helps more than anyone will ever know <laughs> uh, okay so am i going how, how do like how do we how do we get to you What's your what's your leadership style? Can we just walk up to your office, or do we need to be announced? No, the the members of New Vegas can can just <laughs> can just knock. All right, come on in, Billy. What's up, bro? We got to talk. Well, have a seat. Anything is a welcome interruption from the paperwork i have been left with and i pull out um a slightly charred high school yearbook and smack it down on top of the paperwork and open it to a certain page and what am i looking at here billy well seeing as how you're my boss now like for real um i gotta talk to you about this guy right here and i point and point out a certain picture of a guy named jonathan smiling He's uh he's kind of small looking. He's wearing glasses. Maybe a little bit of acne on his face. Is uh is this one of the fellas that's a part of the conspiracy? What what? You know, the conspiracy to kill us. Um uh yeah, to- totally. Right. And uh who is this, Billy? This is a dude I came here to find him, and now I'm in a position to, and I want you to help. And what do you want me to do about it? Tell me find this asshole. What does he have to do with you, Billy? Tell me your history. This little piece of shit screwed me over at the prom. You see why I am like this? It's because of this fucker. Uh, like what, Billy? My powers, man. The... Cape shit. And you he made uh, me that way. You resent this man because he gave you your powers? Fuck yeah. Mm. He fucked my life up. Now I got one friend over at the protectorate like an idiot, and my other fucking friend just tried to kill me for no reason. Eric? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that boy had it in him. Mm. Yeah, well, he fucked it up because he's kind of stupid. Well, I'm glad you uh, survived that encounter, Billy. Fuck yeah. Uh, you but, might want to watch out for him, too. But I, I, I don't know where he went. Well, thanks for the warning. Uh, I suspect we've seen the last of him. But uh, this here issue you're bringing up with old Jonathan, uh, that sounds like a personal problem to me. No, nah, man. He's bad. I'm telling you. This kid's no good. He fucked me up. He might fuck other people up, too. I want your help. Well, Billy, uh, you're a man now, right? How old are you? Uh, uh, 17? 18? Eight, your party sheet actually says 17. Okay. I, I scrunch up my face for a minute and go, um, 18. Yeah, totally. Well, then, in the eyes of the law, you are an adult in all uh, respects, except for the imbibing of uh, alcohol and so forth. Um, 
And uh, as a man, it falls upon you to uh, to have the wherewithal to confront your own problems head on and become better as a result of it. Isn't that a great opportunity to have? So you're saying you're ditching me on this? <laughs> well, Billy, uh, that's one... That's a that's a turn of phrase that I, I wouldn't quite put it as, but I'd say I'm giving you the opportunity to to become an independent person to, to can take actions they can be proud of. How's that sound? I thought you were my bro. <laughs> but you're not my bro. You're my orb. <laughs> and I grab the earbud and storm out. And there's a little piece of text at the bottom of the screen that says Billy will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to my pressing books. Because okay. it's the opposite of bro. I don't know. <laughs> no, I got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, 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 text shakes his head a little bit as he returns to uh, books. All right. So, so metric, metric gets up having not even touched his PBR. And uh, heads upstairs, giving dog one final pet. And I, I, I guess I don't have a. <laughs> Come on in, metric. Rusty, uh, look, we we have a problem. Oh, I just kind of like what pace around. What Billy do now? No, it's not. It's not what? It's not Billy. It look, it, it, Azalea's here. I just I continue oh, pacing. Of course. And this is uh, a shadowy figure from your past. It, yes. Did she embarrass you at prom too, Metric? N- no. Azalea is almost literally the devil. We She's going to destroy Vegas. We need to take her out. Well, uh, pull up a chair, Metric. Uh, and what reason do you believe have to believe that this Azalea is out to destroy Vegas? Yeah, you are, are you are you are, do you know how the greater world works with the like infinite money available to those that want to destroy everything in society? I do not. Well, there's this this is a thing that exists. My my family happens to be part of such circles. It could be argued, perhaps. Azalea also runs in these circles, and she's here now, and she has almost infinite access. And if you ever want to say that you actually control the city, then we really, really need to take out Azalea. And what did you have in mind, Metric? Ah, uh, ah, uh, I hadn't gotten there yet. But are you suggesting that we kill her? Metric? No, 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 no. Just convince her successfully to leave Vegas. And why would she do that? Because there are You're opportunities. You're saying we should threaten to kill her? No, no. Look, the, the, that wouldn't even work. She has she would probably kill you for even suggesting such a thing there. We can make it clear that the business opportunities are better elsewhere. Probably. I don't know. I'll have to think about it, but we don't need to kill her. And is she going to interfere with our operation? Definitely. She's she's going to soon have her little fingers and everything. So we really should move quickly on this. My legs are like hopping up and down. Well, but sometimes it's useful to have a powerful figure operating above ground to take all the heat 
I, you know what I mean. I think that she would destroy you if you tried, but I am open to the argument. Hmm. Well, it just so happens that I might have a way to deal with your Azalea Young metric. D- does it involve killing her? It does not. Well, all right. I'm happy. I'm all all ears. It does involve killing someone else. Oh, who might that be? Well, I can't reveal that at this present moment. That's a little ominous. But you don't worry too much about that. You just get me uh, one of uh, Azalea's business cards and maybe uh, some of her hairs and so forth. Um, <laughs> I'll take that under advisement. I'll s- you get app on that, and we'll take care of this. Is I'll I'll see what I can do. I kind of just I have every faith in. I stand up and put a hand on his shoulder. Metric, I've always believed in you. I you're special. You're just patronizing. Look, this is serious. <laughs> you can do. You can do this. Metric. I like. I just turn around and throw up my hands and walk out of the office. <laughs> But being a leader ain't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Man, leader Rusty sucks. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Billy. You out there? Bill- Billy's left, man. He's gone. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a merger, though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Billy's in the in the the room, uh, whining in a quarter. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 Billy, come here a second. What the fuck you want? I mean, yo. Well, Billy, I um, I was gonna tell you that I'd lined up a uh, a news interview. With you, it turns out uh, people in town who kind of think you're a hero. But if that ain't what you're into, if you'd rather whine about this Jonathan issue, I suppose you go right ahead. I'll uh, I'll get I'll see if metrics interested. Metric, yeah, whatever. I walk over and I just <laughs> cross my arms. What kind what of interview? What kind of interview? interview well, the whole city's talking about brain fog and how he saved all them people in that bank or hotel. What was it? Hotel. 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 In that hotel. Yeah, I did do that, huh? Well, you sure did brain fog. Sure did. All right, I'll, I'll do your stupid interview, but I want you to know. I'm still pissed at you. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's just going to have to be my cross to bear. Damn right. Um, the Wait, interviews uh, later this evening. So Sweet. you get your costume all cleaned up and so forth, and and uh, you act your normal charming self. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but in the meantime, we've got a little mystery to solve, boys. What's up? Well, it seems there's been a murder, that- and I ain't talking about anything that's happened around here recently. <laughs> Uh, turns out over at uh, old Chop Suey Butcher Shop, um, there's been a parahuman murder of some sort or another, and it's befallen upon us as heroes to sort this whole mess out. 
Isn't this like the federal jurisdiction? Are we fucking heroes or not, man? Didn't you listen to my speech at all, Billy? Of course we're heroes. But we're not really qualified to look at a crime scene. Well, the city belongs to us now, Metric. So if anyone's going to keep it safe, it's got to be us. For now? The protectorate and the police force are all but ineffectual. You saw that... uh, Bar on the other side of town just burned down. No one even knows who did it. Now, what kind of police force and city is that? Wait, wasn't that us? Yeah. No, we weren't there, remember? We were in the desert. Oh, And that's what you tell anyone if they ask. Metric, like, tries to to pinch the bridge of his nose, but his mask is there, so he just kind of, like... Grabs his head and he's like, "All right, let's just let's just let's just go. Let's let's go. Let's look at this scene." Alrighty, I whistle for dog. And we get okay. in our truck. All right, our sky blue Ford Bronco pickup truck. Alrighty, With missing the, a door. It's got a door. It's just not the right color. <laughs> oh yeah, right. All right, so y'all head over to Shlomo's Meats. Yep. Okay. Um. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, we, we enter. Is it, uh, what's going, what is, is it a crime scene? Is what's going on? Yeah. So actually, but before, before that, can I, can I like secretly send app on a like reconnaissance mission to figure out more about Azalea? Um, you can, but, um, yeah, up to you. Yeah, I think. I think I would. I think Metric would do okay. that right now. So, and uh, don't you forget out. to have App collect some hair fibers and so forth. Uh, right. Do that. Yes, first, sir. <laughs> My pleasure. All right. Guess. I swear to God, that robot's getting more uppity every day. <laughs> yeah. Look, he has feelings I, too. I uh, sort of always thought that it was like your servant there, Metric, but. Uh, he has a very complicated inner world that requires careful tuning constantly. Please do not agitate him. <laughs> well, I wouldn't dream of agitating him or anyone else for that matter. I'm just Maybe here to just get tired of their bosses always telling them everything to do. Huh? Huh? <laughs> well, uh, passive aggression uh, doesn't really suit you, Billy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Right. Well, we've arrived at old Chop Suey's. <laughs> All right. So um, there's a, there's like a PRT van outside. Um, there's like a couple of crime scene techs that are looking over things, but in a in a way that seems very perfunctory. Um, uh, the uh, uh, so like the in the front room, like the the front area of the shop, um, you don't see much wrong. Um, but the, the texts are actually like behind the counter in kind of the back area. And, um, on your way in, you see like what, what is obviously like an employee. Um, and she's, she's kind of standing against the wall, like in kind of a like curled inward position, um, kind of staring into the distance. Howdy there, ma'am. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, my name is, uh. Tex, and these are my associates, Brain Fog and Metric. We're, uh, the heroes. Oh. What's up? I'm a detective now. Uh, how do you do? My name is Elspeth. We've, um, uh, we've uh, been called to investigate this here situation. Elspeth? Well, ain't that just the prettiest name? Could you 
if it if uh if you could manage uh tell us exactly what happened here i i came uh i i came in uh at my usual time um um uh shlomo had already been here for uh yeah i don't know he gets in earlier than me and um i i'm rambling um i found the the body the uh behind the counter um I, I turn on my my vision as she says that to look around. Okay. Um and and then she just kind of she doesn't really have anything else to say. She's just kind of she came in, she found the body. She's not uh she's not There really, there there, yeah. there now now this this wasn't an employee of the You've never seen this dead man before? Oh, no, it's Shlomo. He's he's the owner. He's uh Oh, he, he's the, he's he's dead. He's dead. He's he's uh he he runs the store. He's he's the he's the head butcher. He's uh you know he he's the strong arms that you see on the sign. Um you know the well it's a, the muscly arms. Sure is a shame that an upstanding small business owner of our fine community would meet such a sad end. Now you wouldn't happen to know of anyone who might have wished old Shlomo harm, now would you, little lady? No, no. Everybody loved him. <laughs> oh Every- God. Everybody? Well, I I don't know. I mean, he he has a family and and uh I he he did honest business. Can't imagine can't imagine anybody would have done this to him. Well, there there there. You uh you hang in there and uh, we'll get to the bottom of this, don't you worry. Okay. Um so so metric you you've turned on your vision and basically um what you see at first and it kind of startles you is just like tons and tons of bones um but hopefully occurs to you fairly quickly that you are in a butcher shop yeah um but you definitely see like a a scattering of bones on the floor in the next room um but the, like the, there's just like a swinging door separating this room from the from the back room. I mean, you can actually see over the counter. You know, that, that's where the yeah. decks are. Let's uh, take a closer look here. I like just start walking in that direction. Okay. Um, so you make it through the door, and you're I guess you're the first to see um, the back area. Um, basically, at first you think that the floor is just like tiled in red, uh, and then you realize that that's not the normal color of the floor um the body is taken apart it's flensed apart as if with knives the skin is spread around in strips the muscle sinew and bone are are fanned out from from the from the bone um almost artistically as if the body were like dissected ligament from bone skin from muscle tissue from tissue and then draped across the floor um so yeah you you see that first so I just like stand there for like a, a good ten count, and then I like vomit into my mask, okay. and then it just like <laughs> just goes everywhere. Like I like stumble back out of the room, okay. and then just like run into the street and okay. continue vomiting. The text, you're like, oh Jesus, it's, it's <laughs> ah, my sample. <laughs> hmm. Well, so, uh, I guess I'll go and take a closer look here. All right. So the way, um, I'm not gonna go in there. <laughs> So, so, so the way we're going to do, okay, so th- that's actually perfect because the way we're going to do this, um, is that, uh, there are three things to be looked at, um, in, in, in each of the, in, in, in any scene that you want to investigate, 
um there's the body there's the the murder scene at large which is everything except the body and then there's the the outside of the murder scene so like um one of you and 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 the reason there's three is that i want one of you to take each of these three so like one of you look at the body one of you look at like the the scene and then one of you like skulk around outside and look for things well i'm looking at the body and it seems like metric took himself outside so Okay. Yeah. Good way of things. I'm okay with so, that. So you all, <laughs> all run. Right. So, and I guess that means uh, Billy's going to take like the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm y'all doing things by default. Yep. <laughs> so y'all each roll um, a d6. What are the um, what are we rolling? Let's, let's say plus wit. That uh, yeah. Let's say plus wits for this. Got three. Okay. Okay. Uh, Billy fittingly got a one. And metric got a two. Um, <laughs> that's not gonna give us a lot to go on. <laughs> okay, we're great detectives. Well, um, so, so, uh, uh, Tex, you're looking at the body. Um, you discern that you know you, you get a pretty good look at it, and after you've kind of like settled yourself and and are able to look at it without being disturbed, you realize that um, the arms are actually just not present. Like the, you, you look around, you don't see the arm bones. You don't see the muscles. The, the arms are just not there. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So that's that's really all you notice. Um, Billy, you um, don't notice shit. Hey, there's something over here. Uh huh. Oh wait, that's um, it's dust. I found I found some dust. Okay. Um, metric. How how are you doing out there? I uh, I finished wiping off my my lenses, and. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I put my mask back on and then I'm just okay. decide to like give everything another scan. Yeah. Scanner. Well, as, as soon as you put that mask back on metric, something pops into your, your awareness. You see very prominently in, in glowing. In fact, uh, due to your newly enhanced power, uh, a trail of blood leading, uh, kind of like around the corner. Um, as if, from like the back door of the butcher shop and then and then away uh down down an alley. I, I like flicker that off again to see if I can still see the trail without the vision on. Can I? Uh e- yeah, it's it's um it, I mean much fainter, right? Okay, like it's gotcha. it's you might not even notice it with the naked okay, eye. Okay, I, I turn vision back on and I'm like, uh Hey hey Billy, you see I, I think I think there's something will you, will you help me out for a second? If, unless you're unless you're busy, I guess. Yeah, sure. My only friend in this group. <laughs> All right, great, great. All right, we had we had around the uh, the corner to whatever this is. Okay. All right. Well, so you see, um, the um, yeah. So the blood trail leads like just d- down the alley, and and it, it continues off like a couple blocks, and then turns a corner. So um, I mean, basically, you're gonna have to follow it if you wanna if you wanna pursue this huh. lead. Should we should we get text first? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we both uh continue following the trail <laughs> okay you're gonna listen to me okay <laughs> all right um you 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 basically uh kind of surprisingly you reach um the uh the las vegas zoo huh interesting uh all right I'm, i'll just i'll just let text know where we are just in, just in case i pull out my bleeper and uh very quickly type out at the zoo following lead i'm gonna go see the monkeys all right all right all right right, well i show up at the zoo and then i'm like 
I thought you guys were joking. No, there's remember that are, remember that old tiger thing earlier? This might have to Let's just go to the tiger cage. Come on. I just like walk with my visor on, looking, following whatever the trail is. Okay. What is it? Is the zoo open? We're the like, we're the police now. The we can it's, we can do Yeah, this is like this is like afternoon, so I just want to know if the monkey cage is open. I'm not asking <laughs> yeah, yeah. for like Okay, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going. The whole zoo's open. I I continue following the trail. All right. Okay, yeah, so I go the, to the tiger cage with Matt. <laughs> All right, so you see uh because of your blood vision, you're you're easily able to see that the um that the trail leads like over like the back wall of, of the enclosure and then into like a giant mess of blood which covers the middle of the uh of the area and um and then and then another trail leads away i suppose i'll just give you that since you're looking at it from a distance was the uh is, does the tiger still have its arms oh, that's a good question. um so so uh, i guess since you're all kind of looking at it so i'm not going to make you do that thing where you where you break it apart but like you you've had the idea to look carefully at the tiger right um uh, i guess just you two are here you should both roll yeah you should both roll six uh six okay. also but that's not a natural six Okay. Um, so, so yeah, you, you, you kind of let, let's, let's say that, uh, using the visor, you verify actually that the tiger is not missing its arms, but it is missing its head. All right. That's it's missing. Its, entire head, it's jaw, entire head. Everything. I think probably we all noticed it was missing. Yes. its head. <laughs> well, the thing is these corpses are so messy that, um, by my powers yeah. of deduction, I noticed that the head is missing. <laughs> Like, look at that. Hmm. Well, if I didn't know better, I guess someone was building a butcher tiger hybrid. Amongst why? Us. Why do you? Why do you say that? Well, that butcher back there no was missing kidding. its arms. That's really disturbing. Uh, I would not. I would not kid about <laughs> something so disturbing. Well, we should. Hey guys, the monkeys were throwing poop at people. Oh it's, fuck! What well, the its head's missing, and apparently the arms are missing from the. Butcher fellow, this is great. Has anybody? Well, has anybody we continue. Has has anyone seen anything like this before? Oh yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> bodies get all mangled up in our line of work. Like all this the time. bad? <laughs> the Wait, do you? Thing what's going? Do you know something about this text? I don't know anything about this uh, yet. <laughs> But uh, we've been tasked with the uh, with uh, figuring it out. And uh, before you leave this area, uh, Rusty, you you rolled well enough that you actually notice, kind of hidden amongst the trees in the tiger enclosure, there's there's something that looks very like unnatural. There's like ribbons of like gauzy black material clinging to the tree and in, in like shreds. Hmm. Can I go over and investigate? You probably get a little bit closer, but um, you. You know, unless you like talk to somebody, you're not going to be able to get into the enclosure. Um, uh, Billy, what's up? Uh, would you mind floating over there and grabbing those little shreds out of that tree over there? I can't pick stuff up when I'm like that. Well, just go over and grab them and throw them and then gas back. Huh, that's <laughs> smart. I do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you end up with the gauzy black material or, or a sample of it. Um, 
it's now that now that you have it in hand it definitely seems more like organic um um like 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 a uh web-like material um you kind of like it's it's resilient but it does like tear and separate as you pull on it uh metric uh, what do you know about this here i give it a solid scan it's it's well, it's biological. Well, it's not a. It's some kind of like stuff that used to be alive. Like spider um, That I don't think that was ever alive, but I guess in some sense, perhaps. <laughs> Very well. We're so good at this. Shall we uh, continue following? Yeah, there's the another. There's another trail. Trail yeah, there's, yeah, there's a second. Well, yeah. I can hardly wait to see what uh, what yeah. appendages our next victim is missing. <laughs> My vote's on the legs. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right let's, let's on onwards. I got I got twenty bucks on the legs, boys. Okay, so yeah, I guess to find this one, it basically goes like over a different section of the of the zoo wall. So let's just cut through the part where you like painstakingly backtrack around the entire outside perimeter of the zoo to uh to find where this blood trail exits the zoo premises and uh then you see that it leads off uh in in a different direction into the into the city into like a kind of industrial area um i guess you just follow it where it leads nope so you you end up at uh a warehouse It, it goes into the side door um of the warehouse well I give it an old scanneroo. See if there's anything what? jump out at us. I can go scope it. Scope it out, really. I'm gonna go scope it. I go uh, gas farm, and I walk up to the door, and I slip these through that keyhole. Okay. Um. So or the under oh, it, whatever. you know, you know what? I I I miss I miss I misdescribed the scene. Um. So the side oh, door no. is actually smashed inward. Oh. I mean, like hanging inward. And like the the um, the bricks around the door are buckled inward as well. Um, I'm gonna scope it more carefully. And, and so, so you have no trouble getting in. It's just uh, the, it, there's no need to slip through the keyhole. Gotcha. So inside uh, the room is again covered in blood. This is this is dried. Um, so this is um, even to you, Billy. Probably evidently the oldest murder scene. Um, <laughs> what do you mean even to me narrator <laughs> uh nothing nothing billy um and there is a body here as well and so once again you can each of you can choose uh, an area you can choose the body the room um and outside um and roll for it i mean you can all move around freely but each of you is going to pick one and roll for it basically I'm, yeah i'm you gonna go just go ahead and, and see walk right back outside there. okay i'll do the scene then Okay. I got a two on the body. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Observing Mr. Four. Billy got a six. All right. And that's a nat six, by the way. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, well, it does. All right. I guess I'll go from the from the body outward. Um, so not a great roll there, Rusty. Nope. Um so basically, th- this body is different than the others in the sense that it's like worse. Like it, it was rather than being like uh, cut up in an almost surgical and and elegant way, it's just kind of been shredded and cast out in all directions. It's just kind of 
lumped up in, in piles around the room. Um, and you can't really tell what, if anything, is missing just because, I mean, even the bones are, are, are cracked up. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's probably all you notice uh, about the body at this, this moment. Um, the room... Uh, so there's, there's lots of things about the room to notice actually, and we're going to go through them. So first of all, uh, there's a briefcase, uh, with a folder of paper and, uh, yeah, basically there's, there's a briefcase on the floor against the wall. Uh, that's the first thing. Um, there are, uh, a pile of fragments of some material, that are littering uh, the the area near the door that has been smashed in, um, and you actually, uh, Billy, notice that there are two distinct, like blood pools. One of them near the door, and one of them surrounding the mess of the body. We got a double bleeder, boys. What do you find out of here, Billy? There's there's two bloods. Um, to clarify, like I've given you like a trailhead, and now you pick like uh, which one you want to look into more um, first. Oh, so um, like briefcase. Uh, I'll I'll pick up the briefcase. Okay. Uh, so the briefcase, you open it. Um, within there's a folder with some papers in it, and there's like an empty huh. cylindrical slot where there was something huh. and it's no longer there. Correct. Hmm. What does is it, it, what does it look like say? a can of something? The paper says uh, test number 6B, precognitive dark zone slash blind, blind spot delta. And then under that it says examine evolution of power acquisition inside dark zone. Vile mockingbird, foreign element 10%, high chance of deviation. Report on nature of deviation to help elucidate nature of dark zone. Metric. Yeah. yeah. I got some uh, sciencey stuff for you to read. All right. All right, I, I I make my way and just kind of like trying not to look at everything, but I go up to the briefcase and yes, look at go it. Go over to metric nonchalantly and hand him the papers. What do you make of all of this? Well, we kind of know that people can sell powers, right? Right. And this seems to have something to do with testing. Power acquisition. You know, I'm a little, little out of my depth here. I, I like, I just scanned the briefcase because why not? Yeah, there's nothing there. It looks like it could have to do with that. Uh, hmm. Well, you think this is a case of some power transfer going wrong? Certainly violent enough to be. What do you make all that blood over there? Uh, hold your nose. It kind of smells. Uh, I, I give the room a like really half-hearted look with <laughs> my scan. Yeah, so so it's even clearer now that you're looking that there's two distinct blood pools that are that are not connected, um, and in, indeed the the pile of fragments of material are, are sitting in the pile that's closer to the door. Is it the same material that we rescued from the zoo? No, it is um, like shards of something. Um, I, I guess you're gonna if you choose to investigate it, then you look at it and you see that it's like a, a red kind of ceramic. That's been shattered. Hmm. Huh. Well, that's quite the mystery there. Um, 
sorry, I'm not meaning to interrupt or or for, or no, no. push anything too much. But um, so the, the other the other thing um, that that Billy has noticed, I'm, I'm doling it out, is uh, first of all, the shape of the like indentation into the outer wall of the room just seems really familiar to you, and it, it kind of hits you like a light bulb after staring at it for a while because uh, you rolled so goddamn well, um, that it just really reminds you of the giant robot that you've seen a couple times. Giant robot! Giant robot! What, uh, what are Billy, you talking about, Billy? We can, uh, you can watch your TV shows later. Right now we're trying to no, solve look a at crime. The, look, giant robot! I'm pointing at the indent in the wall. Oh, the, the thing that you picked a fight with at one time, Tex. The, the robot, the huge... Robot that doesn't say anything is kind of creepy. Tried to kill us. Well, now you mention it, it does look kind of familiar. Good not, job, Billy. Not really seeing it, but hey, all right. I'd... Thanks. Still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is... Well, you d- you didn't hear that part. It seems like our uh, old friends are back at their old violent hijinks. Why would they be collecting? Actually, fine. I I scan the room like more closely, looking at the if there's anything missing. Okay. Um. So by like doing a full scan, I think you what one thing you notice is like not only are there two blood types, but they're uh, sorry, not only are there two blood pools, but they're two different like blood types, which is something that you didn't even know your power could yep. do. Um. But it's just very blood focused yep. now. Super, super into blood now. Metric, have a look in that room over there. I couldn't tell whether or not its legs were missing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to have any more luck with that, but uh, okay. one thing that you notice, and, and Billy had, had already kind of noticed this, but had, hadn't said anything yet, um, <laughs> is that <laughs> there's like some... <laughs> Some some of the blood leads like under another door to an interior room. Can I see into that room with any of my true sight? Uh, I mean, you can see that it leads. I don't think you can see blood through Just walls. That, that goes into the. All right. All right. Yeah. Billy, you want to uh, investigate this here situation? Wait, what? What's it? The 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 dead dude? No, there's a door. No, that look here. Look, there's the trail of blood that goes this way too. Are you doing okay, buddy? No, You're about to blow chunks. Just look. Just <laughs> let's let's get out of here. This is, dude. This does is, isn't this so gross? Like, just smell it, man. Just. I got I got my filters on. Don't don't worry. Okay, I, I'm gonna go check out the door. Okay, um, so in the in the interior room, um the blood trail leads to a corner and in the corner there is much more of that black black gauzy material and it's very obvious that it's woven up into the shape of a cocoon uh with with a tear in the side uh where where something has exited and then gone back out the way it came ah where's the way it came Back out the back out the the this, the, the, the door, door I came through. Yeah, yeah. So something was in there, hatched, then left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I um, I relay that information okay. to the team. It's yeah. probably it's probably expedient for me to mention that when Daniel was outside, when when Metric was outside, he saw um, basically 
like a much spottier blood trail leading out of this kind of like narrow alley that you, that you're in. And then, um, he followed, uh, I don't know, I suppose he would have noticed that there was like a scorch mark at the end of that spotty blood trail. And then, and then nothing else. Huh. Well, this is all quite puzzling. Uh, let's get a sample of this stuff and get, let's, let's, let's go, let's go, look, let's go outside. There's a, there's a scorchy thing outside. That's all. I'll go take a look at that. I I just walk outside to go look at the scorch mark again. Okay. We can look at the scorch mark. Isn't it great being outside in the in the open air? Yep, you just take a breath of fresh air there, Metric. You'll be life, okay. Life all around. Hey Metric, I brought you some of the blood. Uh, just so everyone knows, there's two types of blood in there. Didn't didn't miss that. <laughs> Uh, were they both human blood? Uh, were, were they? Do I know? Yes. They're, yes, both human blood. Hmm. Guess they didn't have that tiger blood in them. No, I think this happened before the, the tiger stuff. Yeah, uh, this was, the 2005 was before uh, the whole <laughs> Charlie Sheen situation. <laughs> oh, no, vibe. <laughs> before the, 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 the this this event happened before the stuff at the zoo so I, I meant to say don't know who charlie Any, sheen is anything else to learn about these scorch marks here ah uh, so does it does it look like like can i tell if the blood is coming or going from the scorch mark um this uh the I I guess since you guys are studying this area now and you're all three here, um, I guess I don't need to make you roll. Basically what you, you see, it's not just blood. It's not just a blood trail. It's distinctly like, um, droplets of blood intermixed with bloody giant robot footprints. And then the bloody giant robot footprints terminate in the scorch mark, which to your tinker trained senses matches like the retro rocket Uh that, the giant robot has ah. that he uses to fly. This was just the giant robot flying away from its scene of the crime, as it were. Let's now, do the giant robot tracks? Uh, they don't go out of this area. They just they just went over here, killed this guy, and then rocketed off. Yeah, I guess we don't we don't know. Yeah. Is, right? do we, is there another blood trail leading away from this place, or is this the end? This is the end, right? This is the last of the of the blood trails. Um, yeah, this is the last of the blood trails. I think our uh, mechanical friend may have come here and uh, solved their problem for us. Well, did something all right. Uh, do we have any way of contacting those weird mercenary folks with the? No, and I think it's probably a good thing that we do not. Well, wait, guys, I'm, I'm confused. What's going on? Well, something hatched here. It maybe ate two people. There was a robot that flew away from here. And that critter probably went to eat the tiger and then the butcher. That's my read on the situation. Not fully parsing. I don't know. What do you think, Billy? Um, 
I like doing the monkeys through the poop. All right, all right text you. Do you do you know <laughs> anything about this power set or the giant robot guy? Uh, that would be helpful. Uh, I don't know anything more than you do, uh, but I know that those fellas before were after that uh, case of uh, delicious sodi pop that we was carrying, which. I now suspect was the power changing juice. Yeah, I think that's probably on account of what it ha- gave happened to old Skip back there, and now all um, this. Hmm. So perhaps there was more of the power changing juice here, and that's what the robot fellow took. Seems to me like this robot fellow and his friends might be uh, testing this juice on hapless people, and perhaps their experiment went awry. And it came to uh, terminate the experiment. Well, that's one read. I don't know if we can say that for sure. Well, that's true. However, uh, it does seem like our trail may have run a bit it cold. It's fairly circumstantial at this point. Did the... Now, the uh, the cocoon fibers were at the yeah. zoo. So if it hatched here, it must have gone to the zoo. But why did the why is the robot not? What was it? Hold on, hold on. I I go back inside and and now I'm kind of distracted enough by the 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 mystery that I just go straight up to the the broken fragments of stuff on the ground, the, the red stuff that was here, right? I, okay. I give these a very close look. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, it's clearly fragments of the red armor from the uh, woman who usually accompanies um, the giant this robot. This is red fragments from the woman who usually accompanies the giant robot, I announce. I did. Well, you figured that out all by yourself? Huh. There was a battle here. Well, the picture begins to come together. Keep uh, going, Metric. Is there still DNA... On, I guess this blood here. Can do we know how to like do DNA lookups or stuff now? I guess we do. <laughs> look up. Oh, look, look, doesn't the, the PRT have a whole like database? Probably. Let's just take some samples. All right, I'm gonna. I I collect some some blood samples because why not? Uh Okay. Well, be nice if we could have a little chat with these folks. Who are we doing this for, Rusty? Uh, our protected friends. Well, maybe check in on them or call the cops. I don't think the cops know about these actual other crime scenes yet. Well, this has been entrusted to us as uh, the wardens of this fair city. By ourselves? That's right. As you know, there's no one that can be trusted in the Protectorate, and Redland has uh, given us this task for us to show him uh, that we are devoted to the heroic cause we claim to be. Are we sure Redland isn't trying to get rid of us by sicking us after the giant robot or monster that turns things into goo? Why, Metric, I'm surprised you would accuse our friend Redland of such a thing. No, Redland is a trusting, upstanding sort. All right. Well, I think we got some suspects. Just got to find them now, I suppose. Hmm. Billy uh, hears you talk about Redland in that way, and he seems, like, lost in thought. 
more, more so than normal. Well, um, I do know uh, we found old Mr. Robot at the junkyard once. Could be he's there again. Guess that's a plan. So... Do you want me to say one sentence of further <laughs> clue that would lead you? I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to steer the thing. If you if you want to do that, but if you want one sentence of like thing to think about, okay, sure. Okay, there was only one blood trail at the first murder scene you went to, leading yeah. into it. Leading. There's. We're, okay. So, what are all the trails here again? I don't. I just actually don't remember. Well, I think we need to go back to the butcher shop. <laughs> but well, hold, hold on. What what is what is the situation with the trails in, in this place? I, I actually they all know. end at the butcher shop, which means that that creature is probably still inside old Chop Suey. Hmm. At the butcher shop, Elspeth is mopping up her boss's blood and crying <laughs> to herself as she hears a sound behind her—a creak of metal. Before she can even turn around to see what's happening, there's an ear-splitting crack, and the freezer door bursts open, slamming hard against the wall. Elspeth screams and slips on the blood-slick floor as she stumbles away from the sound, falling hard. I guess this is what happens when I roll a one. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Oh.